Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. Very simple. Dan's here. <laughs> and uh, Francesca Reale. Yeah. Reale's here. She's a big star now. A true sesame. I have a publicist. <laughs> She's a publicist. She crashes her Prius in parking lot. I stop it. You're back in LA oh. making a real name for yourself. I know. Did you crash your car today? No, not today. Oh. Not today. Oh, the other day. No. Yes. <laughs> no, like a month ago. I'm working on it. I don't want to pay to get it fixed. It's just a car. It's just going to get beat up. I, I agree with that. Again and again. I, I totally understand that that's being like one of the, that's one of the purchases. Anything that has to do with my car that I just keep putting off, putting off, putting off. I went 1,500 miles over the limit and I never got my oil checked. Doesn't a thing go on? Like the button? Oh. The light? The button. The light. <laughs> It yelled at me every day, and I still managed to ignore it. Yeah, see, I I just figure if I keep washing my car, the scrape will look less bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing the car wash instead because it'll look less bad. It actually, no. Okay, it wasn't my fault. It oh, was here we go. It wasn't my fault. It was the fault of another driver who parked over the line. Sure. And it was me and the pillar and then this guy who was way over the line. So I had like gone down to the parking structure facility guys and I was like, ticket this man, tow him. <laughs> they couldn't tow him because they couldn't fit a tow truck in the parking lot. <laughs> and so they're like, we'll ticket him and I'll guide you out of your spot, which was not helpful. No. I'm going out, I'm pulling out and I'm looking. I'm like, this is, this is not going to end well. It's either I hit my car or I hit this guy's car with a witness yeah. <laughs> who's going to have to watch me write that letter and put it on the windshield and be like, I smashed your car. Here's my insurance information. So you rather take the hit. I took the hit. That was the bigger thing. It was either I pay for some nice BMW fix no, or no. I like live with my broken Prius. By the way, you know also something. Also a Prius. So. W- w- whatever ticket the parking people left that man. It, it has no anything. It has no merit. No, I know. There's no value to whatever <laughs> ticket the parking attendant chose to write somebody for parking like an asshole. I know, <laughs> I know. But it's, you know. I feel like this is a, a, this should spark something bigger. Parking integrity and just parking respect. You park like an idiot. I know, Dan. <laughs> You're looking terrible. I park and I don't think about anybody else in the parking lot except for myself. I, I'm admitting it. L.A. in that sense has rubbed off on me. Well, it's a problem. It really is a problem. It really, really is. Because some people who do not have compact cars park in the compact spaces. <laughs> I know. And it's just unfair because I am also on the border of it. And I even respectfully decline compact spots. Oh, wow. Because the Prius is a bit wider. Yeah. Bit, like, you know, well, withier. <laughs> is that a word? No. <laughs> but, but I'm feeling aggressive now, so I'm making up words. Look at you. To prove you, my point. You take the higher road. You I have the ability to be in that compact spot, but you don't. I know. Someone parked in my driveway the other day, too, and I oh. I was like, I'm, I'm going to have them towed. And then my mom, she was like, no, don't do that because you don't know their situation in life. Like, what if they're, you know, what if they're living out of their car? And I was like, what? And she was like, you don't want to get them, make them have to pay to get their car out of a tow. Just leave them a note. So I left them a note, and I had to, I, like, pulled onto my sidewalk to get out of my driveway. Like, I drove down my sidewalk a bit to get out of my neighbor's driveway. Wow. An off-roader. 
Yeah, we're team taking the high road recently. L- literally and <laughs> metaphorically. Exactly. Um, look at you. Uh, know uh, something. <laughs> Towing of a vehicle is my worst nightmare. And I would never wish that upon anybody. I was literally just having the conversation with myself. Would I ever get somebody's car towed? And the answer is no, because it's hell on earth. It's $400, like at a minimum, to get your car out. I didn't know that. And then if it's a public tow, I came to the conclusion that when I was parking every day in New York City, that if my Mini Cooper got towed by like an an MTA or an NYPD tow, that I would just let it go. I would would just say goodbye to my car. I'd start a new life. With a new vehicle, and they take it. I have so many questions. Why were you driving in New York City? <laughs> I had to commute every day in from New Jersey. It was torturous. There's a train. Oh, oh yeah, but here's... <laughs> I wish there was a train that ran to Wayne, and I wish that the New Jersey transit bus system wasn't a legitimate system. Right now, it's a system that starts running at like 6 a.m. and then stops at 11.30 at night. I did a show that a lot of times went to midnight, so oh I had no options. Look at you now. Yeah, look. Zach's song show. <laughs> just flourishing here. But I'm not in Stranger Things like you. <laughs> that was a good transition. That was a great transition. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <You're right>. Good <laughs> That's accurate. That's a fact. Yo, your character's disturbed. Yeah, she, she's he- got some problems. Yo, Heather is messed <laughs> to the... The new heights. I know, but she has a good heart. She did. She did. So, okay. Didn't she? <laughs> Can we explain? Let's start with what Heather's actually doing. Cool. She starts as this beautiful lifeguard. Yes. That totally grabs the attention of DeCray Montgomery. Did I say his name right? Daker. Daker? <laughs> DeCray. I, well, <laughs> no, it's Daker. I'm not going to lie. Like, I hear him speak and I just get lost in his eyes. But then I get. I, know. I feel like his accent is just like blankets that I'm just wrapped in. His his real accent or his Billy oh, accent? Australian accent. Oh, yes, of course. Wherever he's from. What that, Australian accent doesn't make you just feel lost? In uh, the there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the Irwins, but I could, you know. Uh-huh, I love them. I, it's, it's, it's no Mr. Montgomery. I will now not say his first name in fear. Uh, so, <laughs> um, you, Heather just starts as somebody who grabs his attention, and then what? He, he is he like attached to the upside down? What's his deal? When are, when are you specifically talking about? How does he like get you from a the pool to being in this zone of red doors and ice baths yeah. and then eventually essentially under his control. Yeah. Um, well, I think it all has to do. Well, he's, he gets ab- abducted like by the, the mind flare. Got it, it inhabits his body. So he is essentially acting as this mind flare. Yeah. Yes. And he's, he's starting to feel weird and funky and it's, it's, all kind of going downhill for him and I or Heather um, who the caring individual that she is notices mm. him looking ill feeling looking disturbed and goes to check on him in a shower which is where he then like violently assaults her but, but it's not him it's like the mind flare that's attacking her and then he knocks her out takes her down all tied up and then and then She's gone. You become a mind flare. I do. Yeah. And then I am the monster. <laughs> but 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 so is 
Billy. Yep. And so are your parents. 100%. It's all of us. I know. It's still in me to this day. Wow. How did it feel like taking that uh, taking that wine bottle and cracking some dude over the head with it? It was nerve-wracking, dude. It was like, oh, well, I was, uh, there was a real wine bottle on the table for most of the day. So when they were telling me, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the wine bottle scene, I was kind of like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to use this real wine bottle. What if I accidentally hit Michael, my dad, Michael Park, who's incredible, in the face with said real wine bottle? Oh, like That'd be great. My, my biggest fear in doing these, like, I always am like, yeah, I want to do my own stunts. Yeah, I want to do my own fight scene. But you always see the incidents where someone actually gets hit, <laughs> like really hit. And at this point, if I'm the one getting really hit, it's, it's fine. That'd be funny. But like, if it, <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. And it's a good story. But if it's me actually hitting someone... You that's horrible. I you don't want to do the hitting, you but you're okay with being hit. Yes. But real as t- odd as that sounds, now that you said it that way, no. But isn't that's that so strange? Isn't that the magic of working on like a TV show or a movie or anything? Anything that involves a lot of people is that you rely on the team to make sure that in that moment you're not grabbing a real wine bottle. That was rude. You're not grabbing a real wine bottle, but you're grabbing either a breakaway or whatever the prop is because you shouldn't have to think about it. You should grab that wine bottle like it's a real wine bottle, but it's some props guy who needs to make sure that you're grabbing the right stuff. And if he doesn't, it's not on you. Well, they last minute switched it to a fake bottle, like a rubber bottle that looked very real. And then the stunt coordinator was like, you're just going to do this and it's up to Michael to like get hit and fall and it all worked out how, the, how the intense is a swing oh i was swinging like my life depended on it it was, was yeah you know, like babe ruth swing like i was going for it i was in there do you take batting practice or no i just you know wanted to make it look possessed but powerful okay you know how, how do you pref- enough that it would knock like i'm a tiny person so enough that it would look like i could knock out this much bigger human. Zach Sancho. Hey, beautiful human. This is pretty cool. Therapy and counseling should be available to everybody and anybody who wants it. And BetterHelp is trying to do just that. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp is going to help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help thing. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of experts in BetterHelp's counselor network that you might not be able to get locally. And this service is available to anybody all over the world. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. They're going to give you timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you're never going to have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room ever again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Zach Sang, that is Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for you, my friend, if you want 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Zach Sang. Zach Sang Show. Question, how do you perfect Possessed? Wow. Um, actually, for me, it was a lot of uh, yoga. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oddly. Oddly. <laughs> centering yourself? No, it was all about the breath. Someone was talking to me. They were like, if you look at all these possessed characters, you look at all these actors that play possessed people, their body is so relaxed. Mm. Like, there's nothing about their physicality that you, f- you, don't, you don't feel how tense they probably are. They're just completely relaxed. Like, they're... It's their calmest day and moment. And they were like, you should do Tai Chi and yoga. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, yeah. since, I mean, I have a gym membership, so I was like, why not? This is perfect. I'll use it. And Haven't used this in months. <laughs> exactly. Time to prepare. It's just sitting here. So <laughs> time to prepare for my job. Um, we, it really is a business expense now. But that kind of <laughs> makes... <laughs> Tax season, baby. Get that accountant ready. TurboTax. But I, but that does make sense because when you see these possessed characters, it doesn't feel like they're being like kind of strung along by a higher power. Yeah. It's like something bigger. They all have this them. calm presence and the calm presence is what makes them so creepy. Like uh, even even um, Dacre, <laughs> as you so elegantly said earlier, Dacre, his whole his whole physicality is so you know he's he like effortlessly moves through all the scenes and his and it's just like his eyes are where you really start to fear for your life when he's staring at other characters and talking to them as possessed Billy, yeah, but his scary. body is completely calm like he's he looks like it's just another day. Do you spend many hours in the mirror trying to perfect this like? Um, the stare I did. I definitely spent some time in my bathroom it, in my hotel in Atlanta, just like eyes, because I didn't want oh. it, you know, too wide. And you're just a psychotic girl, you know. And <laughs> there's so there's there's like a look to it. I also looked at oh. Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl a lot. She has the look. Can Can you do it? Like now? Yeah. I don't like know how, if I can. I don't know what it's like. Like how, how hard? How easy is it to channel? Oh God. She, like, does it in her show. She's, like, looking at her husband, and she just goes. Whoa. <laughs> That's pretty you know? sad. Oh, my God. And like she, that. like, looks at him, and it's, like, Stop not really a blink. It's, like, a really elegant stare, and sometimes her eyes kind of squint, and they open. And That was pretty creepy. Thank you. Uh, thanks. Now I'm crying. <laughs> Tearing up. Cost of doing business. <laughs> Thank you. Ice cold baths. Yeah. That Lukewarm was, baths. What, was it actually lukewarm? Was it fake yeah. ice? It was. Really? It was silicone. Silicone? No silicone? way. Yeah. I didn't know they make fake ice. They do. What did you want me to sit in an ice, like actual ice bath for hours on end? Yeah, yeah. Like, come I on. Would have done Daniel Day Lewis literally lived as Lincoln. I wow. wish I was Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. They were nice. They were like, "You're gonna be here for a while." <laughs> So we have this lukewarm bath for you. Here's this fake ice. And the fake ice was actually tough because the warmer I asked the, for the water to be, the more it was breaking apart. Oh. And then they just keep refilling it. But, like, the tiny pieces that would disintegrate would just find their way Ooh. like sand. I feel like that's everywhere. like... <laughs> in my eyes, in my swimsuit, everywhere. Ooh. Wow. It's like a bad day at the beach. <laughs> 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 How many hours did you spend in the lukewarm bath? Well, okay. I chose to spend all day there because they were kept getting me out and putting me back in and drying me off. And it was just like... Yeah, at a certain point, you're doing... It's making it hard for everybody else. Yeah, it was pretty time-consuming and, you know, we're always on a schedule. And I so I finally went up to Sean, our, our director for that episode, and I was like, Sean, you know, can I just... I just hang out in the bath, and he was like, "You sure you want to do that? Because like you're you're gonna be in there for a while if you want to just hang out." I was like, "Yeah, 
Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And, you know, I didn't consider the silicone or the, the pruny hands or like the pruny body, but worth it because it looks so cool. It does. It looks so cool. It actually looks like I'm under for a while. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was convincing. It, it looked like a really cold bath. I know. I The silicone ice is freaking me out. I know. It freaked me out too when I got home. <laughs> it was still there everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest memory you kept with you. The pieces of silica. They're just days later. I was just like, in every crevice. More. It's all more is coming out. Under my nail. There it was. It was just it's horrifying. <laughs> like the mind flare is just everywhere. Dude, I don't go to the beach for that reason. Because sand? Well, I'm afraid of sand. What? I have a fear of it. <laughs> yeah. Some 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 he kid. That's what he claims. Some kid. Like, what about it? The sandness of it? Yeah, the fact that it can get anywhere and eating it, like sand next to food, makes me sick to my stomach. Oh, yeah. It's just the idea that, like, you don't know what's underneath it. And essentially, it's just ground-up dirt. Like, we're we're laying in ground-up dirt. I will say the worst beach experience is if I brought a subway to the beach and someone walked like dragged their foot sand just kicked on to my sandwich (laughs) it was just there and my brother was like it's fine no stop he ate it he totally ate it oh it's a sandwich (laughs) the sandwich (laughs) when i was younger a a, a kid threw wet sand at me and it ended up in my mouth and that why it's like as a joke yeah (laughs) it's really mean it was really (laughs) wrong and, and and before that, I had no real problem with sand. And then after, they threw the sand at me and it ended up in my mouth. And for, like, hours, I'd chew and I would hear the sand in my mouth through my teeth. And, like, I got I to gotta move on. I, I got to move on. <laughs> Traumatizing childhood. Sand and me really have a turbulent relationship because I love what the ocean represents and the relaxing energy that the ocean oozes. Is it relaxing? I mean, like, the ability to, like chill out on a hot beach next to like the ocean moving and stuff i used yeah. to love swimming and then the in the sp- ocean yeah, yeah yeah i hate the ocean I do too. there's sharks and stuff in there yeah i got hit by a wave when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> i was just drowning just for tumbling hours. i was literally tumbling in this wave waiting to it brought me to shore when i came up it was just a flat <laughs> Just like a beached whale on the side of the... Well, yeah, my, I can't remember, it was my mom or my brother. They were like, if you ever get hit by a wave, just go, like, starfish. <laughs> starfish. <laughs> this is what I did. I went after my flip-flop, and I got this big wave, and Malibu just went, and it took me under, and so I just went starfish. <laughs> <laughs> so I would reach the surface and just stick. <laughs> you know what? You're here to tell that story, it so it worked. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's terrible. It was a great experience for my drowning in this season. You know, I was practice. I just thought back. Method. <laughs> Tied together. Do you want a cookie? What? Do you girls want a cookie? You ruined cookies for me. I don't like that. No. Yeah, I love Why? cookies. I love cookies. But I don't like knowing that there's like this possessed being. Yes. Serving cookies. Mm. I mean, for a cause, for a good cause. <laughs> was this like the darkest character you've ever taken part in? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. Last time I saw you, I was doing Haters Back Off, which was a completely different show. Yes, but like, 
dark in a realistic sense. Like that was dark in a realistic sense. This was dark in a very sci-fi, yeah, fictional sense. And, and murdery. Was, yeah, it was definitely difficult in a different way. But you know, it's 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 scary, man, because you're going on to this show like Stranger Things, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're going to be on Stranger Things," and they get really hyped. And they start to hype you up. And then the first thing that comes to your like, mind is, wow, what if I disappoint all of you? <laughs> like, oh, my God, this show is a big deal. What if I just ruin it for the fandom? And they don't even, like, they're like, oh, my God, this girl. she got to go. She's got to go. <laughs> then she did. <laughs> but is that real pressure that you take into account when you're reading the script for the first time? No, because, you know, until you actually get the job, it's just an audition and it's just, and it wasn't, it was like, you know, I was auditioning with a scream scene, so it wasn't even Stranger Things. It was like, oh, what a fun afternoon. I get to play Drew Barrymore, basically. Oh, so you had no idea. Nothing. None. Wow. I know. So, Weird. okay, when they, do you come in for like any other reads or tests or do they just call you and give you the part after that? I went in for a callback. Which then they were like, it's yours. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, with the, with the same scene. And they were like, yeah, you know, like, we'll have the Duffers call you about your role. But up until then, it was just like, Heather, a lifeguard at the pool, reoccurring. And that was all I heard. And yeah, so it wasn't until the Duffers called me and they were like, hey, so like, here's the idea. We're going with her. Like, she's at the pool. You're working with Dacre, who plays Billy. And then you guys are going to go both become like abducted by the mind flare. And you guys are going to be the major villains of, you know, the first half of the season until. Jeez. And then they didn't tell me what happened after, but they were like, you know, until the end, um, until the end happens. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. And they were explaining how you're going to have to, it, they wanted it to be like a, like, I was like, is it like us? You know, where I'm like double, like I'm half a real person and half fake human. Uh. And they're like, yeah, but we don't want it to be uh, like they were very specific on how they wanted her to kind of transform and be this different person. You know, so we see her for a tiny bit pre-possession where she's clearly nasty and like <laughs> not very nice. And then suddenly she's like the sweetest person ever, like your go-to gal. And I talked to them a lot about making that distinction so it would be scurry. You need to seek guidance in them because they know the universe and they know what the fans want, right? Yeah. Be because they have a obviously a uber clear understanding. At what point do you realize that you've done a good job and you've done the series justice? If I don't know, for I'm sure for other people it's, you know, when they're like, okay, we can move on now and yeah. good job. And but for me, I was like, oh my God, no, that was terrible. For me, it was like I had to wait until the show came out and then I watched it. Yeah. And then I was like, this is awful. Just because I'm, you know, me. And I was like, oh my God, Francesca, look at the way your eyes look. It was really when I heard from like my parents that they liked it, that I was like, <laughs> I did a good job. Oh my God. My mom came in at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m.? She woke me up. I was asleep. And she was like, Francesca, I just finished the season. Like all, and she was asking me how to work Instagram. She was like, I want to post about it. How do I do it? <laughs> and I showed her. And then she was like, Francesca, you did such a good job. It was a small part, but memorable. And then left my room and I went right back to sleep. And then it hit when I woke up at a normal human hour that, you know, I was like, oh, I did a good job. 
My mom's into it. My dad said a similar thing, and I was like, yeah. My parents thought I did a good job, so I did. <laughs> that was the validation. Yeah, they're tough critics, man. Were they uh, cool with haters back off? Yes. My mom binged both seasons right when they came out. My dad took his time a little more. It, it wasn't his humor at first. He had to. He had to really. Miranda really knows how to grow on somebody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, you know, he's he's like the Three Stooges and whatnot. So he's very like classic humor. So I think it took him a second to understand Miranda and her world it, it, because that was like a real deep look at the world of yeah. Miranda. The yeah. good, the mostly bad and ugly. <laughs> I mean, really, <laughs> I loved that show, but like. So deep and meaningful, but also powerful and sad yet happy. Like I don't like a whirlwind I know. of emotions. It's so sad. That really? I I really Miranda sings. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. icons. Miranda sings and Stranger Things. Oh, it rhymes. Hey. That's actually really cool. That's good company. That is. Now that you've said it and it rhymes. Come on. Come on. What are you thinking over there? Well, I just, I, you know me, I don't watch any TV or anything, so I'm just trying to figure out what's going on over here. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You're the first person I've talked to who hasn't watched this show. It's kind of amazing. I've never seen it. All I know is Millie Bobby Brown and Eleven. That's the same person. <laughs> so clearly I'm, you know what I do know? I do know there's something about Christmas lights and like a, an alphabet on the wall. Yeah. That was first yeah. season. Not throughout the whole thing. That's how Winona, no, 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 no. Winona Ryder talks to Will that way. <laughs> See, I oh have my! No idea. <laughs> I don't have much to provide here. Is it wild to think that forty million people watched this last season? What? Forty million people, forty million accounts, or whatever. Like that's what they said. Right, that was the number, right? Forty point three. Yeah, it was something like that. I said it didn't it like set some record or something. That's insane. Uh, I guess it's the first time you're hearing it. Yeah, you know, someone someone said it to me. I think I was like, cool. And then, you know, went on living with my dad. (laughs) Have your social media numbers gone up because of this show? A bit. A bit. Nice. Not like dramatically, which is kind of cool. It means I can still like post like a foot photo and it won't be like too embarrassing. You know, like those people who just post photos of their feet in different settings. Have you seen those? Maybe I no, that follows those accounts. <laughs> yeah, that's really about. alarming. I, what, are you are you into? I, I mean, like no, I just I follow no 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 no. I follow this like blogger who and she does shows all this like cooking stuff because I'm trying to cook more and like fashion stuff. And occasionally she'll just throw on like a picture of just like a beautiful setting and her feet. I feel like she's doing that to stir up foot fetish business. You think? Yeah, we should dive into this one. I thought we'll it was We'll do an like, expose. I thought it was like a I'm on vacation look. Feet up. Yeah, feet up. I thought it was supposed to say that she was like relaxing. So, so do you want to relax more? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've been relaxing for too long. I'm, I'm starting to get that like actor antsy vibe where it's like, what's next? What's next? What's what next? is next? We don't know. We don't know yet. Oh. You're not attached to a few projects, as a lot of people who don't have any work coming up say? Do they? Should I start saying that? (laughs) Well, there's a few things brewing in the mix, guys. Like, I got a few pots of brewing. A few buns in the oven. I got a few buns in the oven. We'll see what comes out. You're pregnant. (laughs) Bun in the oven means you're pregnant. Oh, I got a few uh, uh, cars in the shop. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, 
We'll see. No, I'm specifically uh, being really picky. Are you? I am. Why? What? What? Why is? Why is pickiness more of a factor today than it was before? I think it was always a factor. Maybe I was always picky. How many parts have you turned down in the last three years? Turn zero. What? No, but like. Yeah, but you're picky. Do you not go on auditions? So that's the thing. Do you not audition for things that you don't want? If I absolutely cannot stand the writing, or if it's just something that I know for a fact I'm not going to bring any truth to, I'll pass on it. Got it. But, like, there's there's two worlds. There's some the stuff that I really like, but, you know, sometimes they'll be like, we need, like, a advanced singer, or I, I got an audition for something that needed, like, an advanced ballerina and dancer and I was like oh I have dance but then I looked more into it and I was like no they need a real dancer and as much as I would love to audition for this project and be considered for it I'm not gonna bring the reality that they want to it and that's not fair to waste someone's time and go in and you know be like I'm a dancer and then or say like I'm a singer and then try to sing like I don't know Les Miserables and butcher it and then they're like oh my god I I could have been at lunch casting's like I could have been at lunch and this girl's Wasting my time in front of me. Well, let's hear you sing a bit. Let's see what you got. No, my singing teacher says I can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's unfair to ever. It's unfair to waste everyone's time like that. So I, I, I try to really narrow it down to projects that I'm like, oh my god, this is a great experience, and yeah. I would, I know that there's a way I could bring something to this role, or like with, with this, you know, I didn't know a lot about this role, but I knew that it was Stranger Things, and I trusted that no matter how small or big or Whatever they were doing, I knew it would be cool, and I knew it would give me a different wheelhouse to yeah, work in. Learn new stuff. Yeah. That's but funny. I have passed on some stuff that's just, you know, it's bad. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're like, what? What is this? What? How? Why? 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 So I've picked up that your character dies. She does. Or does she? She does. Okay, she well, does. in this show, can dead characters come back to life? Anything is possible, but she's probably super dead. I mean, she, like, melts off her body. So you're not in the upside down? I heard that theory. That's a cool theory. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I, I did hear that theory. I've heard a lot of cool theories. There's one where the someone told me that they think that she's just, um, she, like, fake melted Ooh. just to get everyone else to melt. <laughs> and then was like, jokes, I'm going to rebuild myself. Went to the mall to go meet Billy. Um, saw that he was clearly like losing the battle, and then just hidden his hiding in the woods behind Starcourt, <laughs> which I thought was an amazing theory. Not possible, but incredible. Does that excite you seeing the intense fan reaction to it and the real attachment that somebody like again another project that has real diehard fans attached that are like organically invested yeah. and fully invested. I mean, it's it's beautiful, you know? It's, it's so nice to, when your work is appreciated, but it's so nice to know when you're, like, with these groups of with these groups of kids, they care so much, and they have invested so much of their time, and they make fan art, and they put together these cool collages, and they really spend their time trying to show, like, not only have they watched it, but they really care what happens to every and all characters, even a character like mine, which is pretty minuscule in comparison to some of the other roles in the show. It's It's... Really, you know, as an actor, all you really want to do is either brighten people's day or scare them, in my case, to 
and, it, and it's, it's nice to see when that's really happened and they do care because it means you're doing your job right and then it makes you kind of continue to go through the struggle of being an actor it's worth it it is yeah it's cool did Thanks. the rest of the cast accept you as one of them yes they did they did because aren't they like a very tight group of kids yeah it was nerve-wracking i was like oh man like here's me oh man <laughs> no i had a friend going in which is nice it's kind of rare natalia dyer Oh, cool. She's uh, Will's sister? Yeah. No. No? No. No. She's, She's Nancy. N- Nancy. Nancy, but... Who is Finn's sister. Oh, okay. Sorry. And Finn's character's name... That's right. Will, is... Will's a brother. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Wow, I should know that. Yeah, That's I know embarrassing. All you just got me so confused. <laughs> he knows 11 Millie and Mike now. <laughs> and Christmas lights. Dude, you know nothing. You have a computer in front of you. Oh. Maybe. My God. <laughs> <sighs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> he has a computer in front of him. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, did so, you have to go back and rewatch all the episodes before filming? No, I had honestly uh, binged the show not too far before mm-hmm. I auditioned. It's pretty fresh. It was pretty fresh in my brain. I just jumped right in there. I did. It was cool. <laughs> I have nothing to ask. I'm trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's really not a TV guy, but you know, to prepare for the first time you came in for Haters Back Off, he watched the entire season. I did. That's so beautiful. But there's too many seasons of Stranger Things. I was like, I can't, I can't watch how many episodes is that? Like 30 episodes? There's an honest More. trailer of Stranger Things too. That's pretty good. What? You know, honest trailers. Mm. No. Wait. No. He's nodding. He's like, yeah, I know what it is. What is it? It's funny. It's like they make fun of the, the actual thing. Oh, so they. It's a parody. They talk over the trailer. Yeah, it's this guy who has, like, a trailer-esque voice, and he creates oh. his own trailer, but it's, like, a parody of the show, kind of. But That's it still funny. pretty much gives you the plot in, like, a minute and 30 seconds, roughly. Right. Well, next time you come in and promote this, I'll watch that. You'll watch that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that'll give you a weird <laughs> interpretation of the show. Well, I have a question. Why? <laughs> now I'm just so confused. Yeah. Why is the Christmas lights not in this anymore? Like, I thought that's what it was all about, that room. <laughs> Why, why the are whole, there no Christmas lights this like season? Like the Christmas lights in that room with the alphabet on the wall? I yeah. thought the whole show was about that. Okay. I'm going to break it down for you. So, basically. What are you laughing at over there? <laughs> He's dying. So, basically, the Christmas lights were Winona Ryder using that as a technique to communicate with her son, who was stuck in the Upside Down Will. Okay. Um, so, he would, from the Upside Down, light up a light for the letter that... And then she would spell out a sentence or a phrase that he was trying oh, to communicate with like her. Like a Ouija board on the wall. Exactly. Okay. He came back, so she had no need to communicate with him via Christmas lights anymore because he was in real life there. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. And there's a difference between being in the ups, upside, the, upside, the, down. upside the down. upside down and dying. Well, yeah. There's a difference between being outside and dying. <laughs> you're dead. If you're dying, you're dead. <laughs> I'm just trying to connect the dots here. Yeah, the upside down is like a, just another like a parallel universe kind of place. It's a darker place. There are monsters and it's scary and it's sad and it's cold. And that's where the mind flares come from. And that's where the mind flares come from. And you can be down there and you can be stuck, um, which Will was season one. Um, or you can be like me where I like melted off my bones and became part of the monster. Uh-huh. So when the monster died, I became died a part with of it. it. Yeah, I was uh, like its face. You're the okay. I'm pretty positive. I tried to look at what part my body went 
to, and it looks like it went kind of to its face yeah. area. So the monster looks like you. I look like the monster. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I can't even imagine okay. if somebody who's never watched the show hearing me talk <laughs> and just being like, yeah, okay, that makes a word, yeah, and pinning it all together. But like, I know I can only imagine you're so lost. I'm so confused. I Googled your character. You look like you're in Baywatch. Thank you. Or, or the Sandlot. It's another one. Never seen. That's a movie. Yeah, I know. I just. But you've seen Baywatch. <laughs> well, I've seen this, like the the the, sa- the scenes where they're running on the beach. Of course. Classic. Classic. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you watched Pamela Anderson run down the beach. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody that hasn't seen that clip. Right. Mm. I don't know. Me neither. I'll I'll ask I'll ask around. I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, just, I'll just go on the street like Billy on the street style. Just yell at people until they answer me. Have you seen Pamela Anderson <laughs> on the beach? <laughs> Have you seen Pamela Anderson run down the beach? Answer me now. Uh, and I'll come back to you with a full, a full list, like a, a petition. <laughs> Perfect. Signatures and all. Well, on that um, note. Well, well, I don't know why I feel like I have more questions to ask. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so this was season three. Yep. I assume if there was a season four, one, you're not going to tell us, and two, you're not going to be in it unless you are, and you're just not going to tell us anything. What was the question? <laughs> Let me just pick mm-hmm. something out of what I said and um, maybe respond to it. Wait, well, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what has this turned into? Uh, okay, hold on. It's learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for any teacher that ever had you. I was literally a run-on sentence. Um, you know... <laughs> It was just such a pleasure to be on season three and whatever happens in the future happens. And, you know, yeah, it was like, honestly, if she's in it, that's great. If it's for a flashback, that's cool. If she's not in it at all, that's also cool because being on season three was cool enough, honestly. Well, you answered it perfectly. I did. did. (laughs) Well, I got to run on out of here. Francesca Reale, you're a good person. (laughs) What, did I say your name wrong? It's just very, like, breathy. Sorry. I, I sometimes, like, do that when I'm unsure of the right way to pronounce something. <laughs> just go, exact I have the ability to still kind of say something, but, like, say it in a way that you don't hear it, but you think I said it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Francesca no. Reale. But that was exactly because I'm confident. I mumble if I don't know what I'm saying. Oh. I just go. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just slowly retract. I just slowly retract. <laughs> Watch Stranger Things. You probably did already, so <laughs> cool. But if you if you haven't, you know where to get it. Netflix. <laughs> Heard of it? Uh, you love Netflix, don't you? Two shows, both Netflix? I do love them. They keep giving me jobs. <laughs> of course I love them. Please, don't stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Francesca. Yeah. You, you didn't say your last name on purpose. Really? <laughs> This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.